Hi there. Welcome to the GST Podcast. I'm Jack Cornthwaite. This week we are joined by Scottish Regional Manager Liam Walker. He's helped to make the regional events in Scotland a great success and you can see it's helped contribute to the momentum of Scottish CrossFit by creating more opportunities to get together and train. Great people getting together and pushing each other out of their comfort zones, making each other better athletes while having a good time and meeting some people they might not have before. You can really feel something special building up in Scotland and it was a real privilege to explore the past, present and future of it as well. To find out more, stay tuned. Crap chat. R-A-D. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ready? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, go for it. Rolling? Yeah. Rolling. Hey team, this yep. week, Are Liam Walker, Scottish Regional Manager. Yep. <laughs> Stevie Boy. I'm back. He's back. He loves it. <laughs> Can't get it enough. Um, so we've got you down this week, Liam. You've brought down Kirsten, yep. who is your other half and CrossFit athlete. She is. Jennifer's come down with it as well. Mm-hmm. And we've got Jamie sitting outside, wishing he was sat here with us as well. <laughs> Jamie Harrop. Jamie's got a shit chat, so he's not allowed in. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than my chat, that's for sure. <laughs> um, just a bit of background first as to how we know you, Liam. Uh, first time we met you was... On the best of British training oh, camp. First time That's you right. met yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, snap. Yeah. So f- let's come back further then. Yeah, I, f- I first met uh, Steve down at the at ULT where I used to train. Uh, he came and did a seminar just after he'd been to the Games. Um, it was quite a fanboy moment for all of us. <laughs> you know, he, was, he was our David Beckham back then. What, what, what year was I'm that? Am I not now? Uh, 2000. <laughs> it, was, it was after, 16, after the Games. So was it? Um, yeah, I thought it was like... It was, it was, you'd just been, I think, yeah. and you were so training. Yeah, a few months after, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So he came down, did the seminar, and it was, obviously it was fantastic for us to get to meet him, and then he was training after, and um, just kind of hear from what, he, what he'd done. Mm-hmm. It was still still new, but it was quite new back then. CrossFit wasn't as, as much, maybe as busy as it is now, and uh, just to hear how he was sort of like training, what he did, um, what he believed you needed to do to get to that level. Um, so yeah, it was a good experience to meet him, and then obviously from there, we came and did the, the best of British camps and yep. got a little bit of taste of some other good level athletes training. As well. Cameron Nichols there, he did the row. Yeah. Oh, yes. was it that? Was it that? Yeah, yeah, it was you, did you not actually go on to best of British training camp? I think we came I feel to like another you one. Did. Yeah, yeah, we came you to did. One. Maybe the first one he wasn't there. It wasn't. It yeah. was. Um, it was just like a, a, a standard one where we covered all areas. The first yeah. one you came on. Yeah. Um, and what at what point were you kind of like into CrossFit? Like how long had you been doing it? Not really. Not long at that time. We just sort of like uh, obviously John at ULT had got us pushed me to, to do it. Started off. I played football and then. Um, came in and was enjoying it um, and uh, yeah so it was just an, like an opportunity for us to sort of come down were, and I see. I remember um, John saying you were less than six months in when I came yeah. down to yeah. ULT, you were fairly new to it, new but, to it. but I remember watching you like was still shifting big weights around I was like whoa. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 had, it, I had yeah. that and then just obviously like just never for me was never kind of probably didn't have the drive to push to get uh, all the other stuff that was needed to go maybe a wee bit further but yeah so um, no it was a good experience to come down and see obviously the level you guys were at and 
what you were doing. I think uh, I think what's interesting is how kind of all in you went in that sense. So obviously, Steve came up and did a workshop, mm-hmm. and then you guys came down to you know one of the first best of British training camps, and then you came down to another mm-hmm. like conditioning best of British training camp that we did as well, like. You know, you kind of invested a lot there. Yeah, in... yeah, definitely. I mean, it was just obviously, from our point of view, it was opportunity to get to come down and train with you guys was was a was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we knew that you were at that level that you would want to chase to try and get close to. So it was a nice experience to come down and and be around it and just other kind of like minded people. And then obviously, we from the, the kind of distance saw you guys grow GST. It was, J- it was JST programming, it was called back then. Being, yeah, compete programming, yeah. yeah. And then we knocked the programming off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just obviously to see that evolve over the years and then when Kirsten and Alexa, who two coaches at our gym, were mm-hmm. kind of needed a programme, that's obviously was f- were the first guys we kind of approached. I did say to them, like, listen, you know, it's your call what you want to, where you want to go for, with programming, but they were quite keen on you guys, obviously. Being yeah. I think ones. it's interesting... Um, like the position that you're in now, you're in a gym. You've got some good athletes that are in your gym that mm-hmm. you kind of, kind of got your eyes over uh, daily. Um, and then I'm sure what we're going to move on to soon about being the regional manager for Scotland mm-hmm. is very similar to Sandy, mm-hmm. um, Sandy Gibson, who is down at Jolly Cor- Sailors, literally yeah. the other side Cornwall. of um, the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he came into well, we went and did a best British camp at is very similar yeah, yeah, to camp yeah. that we would have run for you um, and now he's got a gym where he's breeding athletes and kind of teaching them the stuff that we went over and probably some extra mm-hmm. stuff um, and then he's also got to the point where he's a regional manager mm-hmm. down in Cornwall so it's we never thought this would be the case like what was it six years ago yeah. seven years ago <laughs> no. when we first did the camps but it's, I always find it interesting that these people that we um, you know that Came to us back in the day, like they still kind of stick around and are doing some pretty um, good I things think it's now for gyms. It's testament to you guys as well, because obviously you have been to the games, like, but believe it or not, Jennifer didn't actually know. She, she didn't even know that Steve had been to the games. <laughs> yeah, I was like, words of what? <laughs> it's first UK male athlete to do it. Well, you and Phil, well, yeah. you got there first because yeah. you, you were your third, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so. Yeah, so like you've obviously had that you've been, mm-hmm. and um, but it's more. It's I think it's obviously your characters as well. You don't really have that ego as such. You are quite like just you know willing to include everyone in what you're doing, and mm-hmm. you want to grow people um, the same way you have done it. A lot of people in your position, it's like they always feel that need to be a little bit better, yeah. and they don't ever really want to see somebody progress beyond them. Whereas I think you guys would be happy to see your athletes surpass what you have done. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I think helps grow the brand as such. Yeah. I appreciate those kind words. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I think you. I think you're right. I think yeah. a, quite a lot of gyms kind of can hold the members back, and you know, it's like who are you to hold that person yeah. back? Like let them spread the wings and just see what they can they can really do. I feel like some gyms are almost scared of like someone else being better than them in some in some way. I think because mm-hmm. when we went down to that affiliate gathering, uh, the CrossFit affiliate gathering the other weekend, um, I noticed quite a bit of a, a vibe amongst a lot of the gyms there where competitive CrossFit was seen as just something that hindered their business. Mm-hmm. Like it, it didn't support the classes that were running. Um, it didn't support like the systems they were going. So like 
anyone, anyone that wanted to come in and do their own thing and, and be competitive with it were kind of not. Like, maybe some in some cases told to go to a different gym or they yeah, just didn't fit yeah, into their yeah. um, kind of system. So it wasn't pushed. And I always find it a little bit strange that those people aren't supported in the same way as maybe another member because... Um, you know, it's it's just their decision. They plan to take that. They've got into CrossFit. They've maybe done the classes. Yeah, yeah. And they want they want to progress. And of course. Like if you don't show that that pathway to be able to support someone to get to the, you know, to get next to level their goals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's definitely like something I was actually thinking of. It's like I th- a lot of the time certain gyms they feel maybe like, you know, they run a really great gym and yeah. most of the time they will have had to have done that to allow somebody to progress to that next level. Um, I think sometimes it's it, the right thing for them to do is to kind of go right, okay, move on. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not an expertise, or whether they could be or they couldn't be. Mm-hmm. You guys are specifically. You're not dealing with the stresses of running a gym yeah. and everything that's involved in it. You are fully focused on programming how to get people to that next level. Mm-hmm. So why not sort of kind of push those people to go to that next level by following the program that's going to do it? You know. So yeah. I think you can only really can only really get them so far within CrossFit and then if you want to get to that next level it's about okay go to a program that's actually going to yeah. be focused on that I, th- I think I do really think that finding a balance where helping your everyday person who is probably more like you know I said it before like your bread and butter mm-hmm. like that's where you know your main business is going to come from but I do really think that nurturing the competitive side as well those are people who are going to inspire every day member. There's someone that, you know, your members can get behind. Yep. And again, it just really contributes to that community. And I feel like you have got to be somewhat open-minded to be like, right, I know I can grow both sides of the gym here mm-hmm. and not hinder. And I do believe, like, if you think that you can grow both sides and, you know, make them kind of knit together, I do really think you'll you know, create something even bigger than you ever thought just through, you know, the health and fitness Definitely. side or just the sports yeah. side. Yeah, um, yeah we, we saw it was at JST. I think we did quite a good job of it at JST. So obviously we had quite a lot of people who were competitive. And I think what, well, what I saw, the, the effect that I saw that happen on the rest of the members is it gave them a little bit of motivation, inspiration to see, like, oh, these girls can all do ring muscle-ups. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they're, they're learning how to do them and progressing. Now they can do, like, five, and now they can do ten. So your everyday member was like, well, I want to be able to get a muscle-up. Mm-hmm. And if those, comp- um, like, competitive athletes weren't there, then they would maybe shy away from that kind of want to improve and learn, like, some more technical skills or, like, improve the lifting, and they might just stick to the kind of the scales that they're used to mm-hmm. or like, you know, not pushing any weight or not pushing their ability in the more technical areas. And I felt like it just like it just helped people like from the very first like member, like beginner member that would have started, just like see the progression of how members are continually yeah. going through yeah. because there was people towards the top end. And if I don't I feel like if there's if the people that are getting towards the top end aren't supported then members are gonna just kind of stay you know, we call it RBE, don't we? Where like if one one person achieves something, then a few more yeah. other people of course. do. And if there's not, if we're not supporting that one person to achieve something, then like everyone's just going to get a bit stale. I Completely. feel like in terms yeah, of the yeah. performance and what they can what they can do. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's important. It might not be like the sole focus of the business, but I think it's still going to be. Uh, it's it's definitely true. I, I mean, I saw from from the business side of it, like we we don't 
advertise a CrossFit gym, like we've 30 minute boot camp classes, but it's very heavily elements of CrossFit because we're all CrossFitters, you know, from our background. But um, after that Castle Games there, obviously Kirsten went down, podiumed, and then the week after we got lo loads and we don't advertise right now, just we're not in a position to mm -hmm. take more members on, but we got loads of people inquiring and wanting to come and it's not a, probably not a coincidence that we've put loads up over the weekend of them at these comps and competing. Yeah. So it's, it's you know it's not people that are coming that want to compete in CrossFit. Yeah. They're inspired by seeing, oh, they go to that gym. I want to come and yeah. and be a part of that. You know, yeah. so you need to use it to your advantage. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's remembering as well, like everyone's got a different you know CrossFit games. Mm. For example. Like some people just want to lose ten kilos, and that's their equivalent of getting, you know, to the CrossFit Games, like looking and yeah. feeling better. Whereas other people, you know, it's competed at a national level, and for other people, it's semi-finals. You know, exactly. yep. so we'll like goals. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's remembering that that there's different, you know, there's different goals for different people, and like why, like we said before, should you hold someone back? Like help them spread the wings, help them grow. Definitely, um, I think maybe the the, the area that other gym owners maybe want to stay away from the competitive side is potentially if they get a few, you know, bad eggs that are competitors yeah, that and might that can have happen. a bit more of an ego about yeah. themselves and then, you know, let's say like they miss a lift and they'll all like shout something across the room and they've got <laughs> new people walk into the gym and puts yeah. off. But I think it just comes down to like just managing those people's if they are being a, a dick and they've got yeah. an ego, then maybe that is the, the time that you say, look, you need to do this in like a JD gym or something mm -hmm. where it's just like a global gym. But... Um, yeah, and I can see that be an area where affiliate owners that are more focused on their business, yeah. like they're steering away from it. Mm -hmm. um, I get so it I, comes down to that message, that, you see that what, um, post that I shared with you last night. Yeah, was it tolerate or yeah? Um, what was the word? You either tolerate these people or you get rid of them. Yeah, you just get rid of them. Um, and if they're if they've got an ego in the dick, then it's actually as hard as it is, kind of losing like. A, Someone who's going to be a competitive athlete, like you just get rid of them. Yeah, I think uh, as well, it's how much energy and effort you want to put into creating your own culture, because, mm -hmm. like you said, you could just get rid of them or decide to tolerate them, or you could tell them, like, be honest with them, like, look, you're being a dick, like you're a good athlete, doesn't mean you're any better than anyone else in this gym, but I just can't have you acting like that around other members because it's not setting a good example and other people yeah. look up to you and inspire you but you're not behaving you know like like you should, you should be of course um, well, from from like the point of view of the girls I'm down with Jennifer and Kirsten their attitudes are just fantastic yeah. they're and just Alexa 100% really well, yeah. as well yeah they're just you know they don't they don't think of themselves oh I can do ring muscle ups and you can't they're, they're just nice girls and they're, they're, it's infectious people yeah. want to be around that regardless of how where they're at in mm -hmm. fitness um, you, can, you can see they enjoy it as well yeah. like you know they come down they're excited to learn of course like, yeah, yeah, they were buzzing for it's it. just a good, good atmosphere um, which I do think is, is important because at the end of the day like if you're not enjoying this why are you going to you're not going to stick with it you know you're going to have a, a, a time a time scale where you're going to get fed up and you fall off, and mm -hmm. you know, if you're enjoying it, you're going to keep doing it for longer. Yeah, I think what you, you were saying there as well. I think some, be, like for gym owners that are more focused on growing the business, that's where it's good for them to have a relationship with the likes of you guys, where they can say, "Look, I've got an athlete here who's passed their classes level. I think they can go further." But they can then contact you and be like, 
can you help them can you work with them and then yeah. they join the programme and that's you help progress them that way and yeah I think um, on our side of things what obviously we found remotely is hard is like the values that we kind of you know are all about like respecting each other mm-hmm. showing humility um, like trying to pass that through online and I feel like that's where these regional events have been very good for well, like you know the Bob camps clearly like seven years ago yeah. as well they just you know they set the tone and people can really see what you're what you're all about and of course. I think yeah. a lot of people obviously align with you know what what we're about, mm-hmm. like having a good time, like say respecting each other, just being good people to kind of hang out with. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you want to get to be the best you can. Of course. You know? And that's kind of holding the highest standards that you can at, at these events as well. Mm-hmm. Like who's going to take a calculated risk and go for, you know, a bigger set of muscle-ups or, yeah. you know, show what's possible. Like at the last regional event where one person hit a seven, seven and a half kilo snatch, yeah. then next two other girls did. Yeah. Even, done even like, not even the last regional, but I think nearly every Scottish regional has been PBs. Seen the girls have just pushed each other to yeah. Like yeah. a different level. And, and the thing I, I think has been great, like obviously, yeah, I think it's been the same at a lot of regions, but the Scottish one, like everybody's really bonded. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Like we done the last one there at St Andrews at Fraser's, um, and a big group of them were all at the, the Castle Games, which was the fall weekend. and down at it they were all mingling it was like supporting yeah. each other cheering each other yeah. their heat was up they were all, wanted, wanted to walk over and watch them and push them because yeah. it was different levels from like scale to intermediate TRX and again everybody was just kind of behind each other yeah. and that came from that and the girls as well like they uh, I know it does sound the whole cliche clapping the last person but that's what it really wasn't like about that it was more just about wishing they did well yeah. you know and it, yeah. it did definitely spread from the regionals I think helped everybody grow I I just quickly want to briefly say what regionals is and it's just about getting a group of like-minded people to you know come together and and train and raise the level like we said of Mm -hmm. um that you're at and just meet other people so you can enjoy it um we obviously ask you to be the regional manager of, of Scotland, which kind of means that Liam um, organises where the events are going to going to be um, and all the bits and bobs kind of around that, just making sure it all runs smoothly. That's what uh, kind of re- Liam's role is, as well as reaching out to just other people to you know ask them to get involved, mm-hmm. which I feel like building these kind of connections with people that you might not have just bought to before like regionals has kind of given you a bit of an excuse to that's it yeah like I think a lot of time in Scotland anyway like crossfitters and crossfit gyms are very standoffish and there's not really a lot of like communication and it could be one reason or another Um, but I think it's good to maybe try and break that barrier down I think from my point of view as well I don't have a crossfit gym as such Mm -hmm. so I'm not trying to like I don't know spread my crossfit gym out there I'm just trying to like get them all to like get on board and like mm-hmm. pull their good athletes in and maybe don't have the opportunity to train with you know a, a Jennifer. You know? Yeah. So it's good for them to come in and, and uh, get their athletes to come along. It might not be at that level, might be at that level. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, we saw in the open there was a couple of girls that we hadn't heard of and then that their scores came through. And so it'd be good for them to you know not hide away like come and Close. mix with the girls. So that's hopefully what we'll do with the I next think it's one. Important, important message to get across is that. Um, you know the regionals levels aren't the, the regionals events aren't um, the elite. Yeah, and we're yeah. not just trying to like p- 
punch people and grab people and like, get them in jail. No, it's just about no. getting people That's together it. so that like if you are in JST, then fantastic. If you're not, fantastic. Get together and, and train. And like I said, people then will start mingling and getting together at competitions. Yeah. And the overall effect that that has kind of like nationwide, and we've got obviously Denmark as well, mm-hmm. is just that the competitive scene just like grows and thrives because more people want to be part of it. They enjoy it more. They know more people. Yeah. And it's just going to grow. When you when you first obviously asked me that, I kind of thought maybe like that's where you were looking at. It was like trying to like grow GST and like get people on the program. But then obviously when we briefed about what it was and what we we're doing, there was not a mention of talking about your program. It was just no, we want to actually grow the community aspect of UK CrossFit. Yeah, um, which is good, you know. And it's yeah, I, I guess, uh, and I, I obviously had that conversation with every other regional manager as well, and. Like when I went, like you said, when I went through the whole presentation and what it's all about, you know, like we said, it's it's about something bigger than just JST. Mm-hmm. It's like how can we raise the the standard of CrossFit in all the different regions mm-hmm. so that then it really kind of brings up the you know the level. And I'm a little bit biased in that I, I want the UK to be the best CrossFit nation in the world. So it's Denmark but. Like if if that can be you know as a result regionals playing a you know a part in that then you know yeah. absolutely it's great I mean it's great if any other like you know kind of UK based programs it's great for them if they can get their athletes to kind of get in about it you know it's going to yeah. help grow theirs because their athletes are going to improve um, as well. Do you know what I've found from when I've been taking part in them as well the like the buzz and the excitement and just like such a bit of adrenaline and vibe that you get from those events. You don't really get that anywhere else. You can sometimes get that at competition, but you may be sometimes overrided by... Stress. Yeah, stress. A bit anxious about the events, a bit nervous. Um, So sometimes that might, like, put you off with, like, your performances, but you kind of get that, uh, like, adrenaline and excitement and kind of, like, that feeling that everyone's there to kind of help each other when you turn up to these events. And then I've always lifted... Was even doing minimal training between the events and always lifted pretty well. Mm-hmm. And now, kind of like going through some good training, I don't feel the need day to day in training to like really ramp myself up to like go for big lifts, mm-hmm. or because I know that I'll save it for this re- the That's next it. regional yeah. event. And I know that I'll, I'll bottle it up and I can perform and do it then rather than being like, oh, I'm going to send it every Saturday or like every weightlifting session and make sure yeah. I completely max out. And yeah, yeah. Fail lift, try it again. Fail it, try it again. Like you don't need to do that because wait for the atmosphere. Yeah, wait for the atmosphere and make sure you you know you capitalize on it when everything's gonna be feeling good because the vibes always like perfect to lifting. And and then there's obviously as well like on that topic of like wanting to hit your best. It's like you're competing for your region, so it's like you want to. Of course, you want to like see where you stack up against others throughout all the other regions, but you want to like get a big score in for your region. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, coming on to like more uh, more of Scotland, obviously I saw the ice being broken. Probably I don't know who organised the Sid like the Scottish Sid team last year. I think well it was Fra- Fraser Clark okay. who first approached me about the girls, right? Um, and uh, I think he had been speaking perhaps to Carol, right? Okay, he maybe had a, a chat about it, and then obviously Ali and Simon at East Kilbride had yeah. another two that were kind of uh, helping yeah so I think that's like a good icebreaker for from whoever started that and mm. obviously that was probably like a little bit of like a push in the right direction but then I think from there there probably wasn't quite 
the same opportunities or like a reason to kind of get together as much. But I feel like these regional events for you guys now, it's like, oh, right, we've kind of got an excuse to, to get together again. Yeah, definitely. And all, like pretty much most athletes that were on that SID team have come to a regional, one yeah, of the yeah, regionals events. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's, it's good to, you can really like see and feel that momentum building up in Scotland, yeah. what like, why do you kind of I don't know think that think that is I don't know I think it's it's probably just been one of the first opportunities where um, anybody from any kind of gym in Scotland can come and just train together and there's no you know there's not get, there's no egos there's no one kind of um, making anybody feel uncomfortable at it you're getting uh, you're getting for somebody from the other side of Scotland to the middle to our side and from north and they're all coming just sort of. Uh, mixing and mm-hmm. wanting to see how they fare up against everybody else. Yeah, I feel like there's always, there's there's always been a um, you know a few competitors come out of Scotland. I think early early years our good friend Santino Marini. Yeah, he was, was like, like the Glasgow first based, yeah. mm-hmm. and obviously he was down in Wigan for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Then he's over now in San Diego in Victus. Yeah, and then not long after, I think Tino actually then trained um, Steph Decker. Yeah. Um, yeah. a little bit and then Steph Decker was obviously multiple time regional Region, athlete yeah. like she was very close to actually very good. qualifying yeah, for the yeah, game yeah. she was top 10 um, she was different level like for yeah. our, from, from our point of view like everybody just saw Steph as being this like animal yeah. that you know, yeah was, she was and she was, was she was a great girl as well and then her friend uh, Nisha Nisha, Nisha was good as well, she, yeah. you know she'd competed at quite a lot of competitions yeah. so there was like them three and then it was like in around Ali was like coming through yeah. towards Masters. Yeah, well, she only she started at like, I think she was only in her kind of mid to late 30s when she actually yeah. started CrossFit. Now <laughs> she's obviously 46. She's technically ranked number one in the world yeah. because she came first in the quarterfinals. She was yeah. second last year um, behind the girl that was, she got the workout named after her. Oh, Annie Sakamoto. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, she, yeah, I think yeah. she beat her. And, right. Yeah, was, I mean, it was close. <laughs> um, so her goal, obviously. Would be the first person to to yeah. be a, a, a champion yeah, from Scotland. Champion, yeah. Um, and <laughs> she's fantastic. Like, just yeah, she great to be around. Yeah, yeah. Um, she could crack. She is. Yeah, yeah she is. We all idolise her. <laughs> 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 Especially Kirsten. She definitely does. <laughs> yeah. Ali, so um over at East Kilbride, and they've yeah. got the the base compete. Yeah. And they're obviously breeding a few athletes. Is they um, are. Yeah. Ali McKinnon. Ali and Simon Thompson. And, yeah, Simon, boys. both been on the competitive scene for a while. Yeah, Always. Went to regionals yeah. with Aurora. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, then there's Sam, Sam Robb. Yeah, as yeah. well. And now we've got the three girls coming through, Alexa, Kirsten and Jen. So you feel like there is definitely a bit of momentum coming in Scotland in terms of like the amount of, not just athletes, but like really good level yeah. athletes. There's a girl, there's another girl through. as well, uh, Emma something, she's at Claymore. Um, right. Emma Armstrong, I think, I right, okay. so she 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 was a young girl that came. She won, yeah, Eve. Uh, so she's at Airdrie, yeah. so she's quite young. And who was the one at the podium at Castle Games as well as Jennifer? And Ellen. So Ellen. she's at Black Stag, <laughs> which is uh, in coming, you know. So they, uh, there was uh, Castle Games had five out of six. The, the podium in, in the RX was was Scottish. Yeah. Um, the six being. Johnny Jump. Bishon as well was it Johnny Bishon? He won. He won yeah. the um, the boys, and Simon was second. Yeah. And then Jonathan Buller was third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then sure. on the yeah, girls, it was right. just Jennifer, Ellen, Kirsten. Right. Um, so, I mean, it was good. You know, they, they, they definitely I think fourth one. place male was Scottish as well, was he not? 
drive to want to like succeed in a sport and be competitive and I think a lot of guys that have that go into these sports and then they maybe get to an age where it doesn't work out or it doesn't they fall away from it and they kind of lose that whereas girls there's not as many avenues so these girls that are born with that competitive drive they find CrossFit and it like pushes them to actually get to that and it just comes out within them with Kirsten for instance she was a Highland dancer all her life mm-hmm. yeah. um, and she worked really hard at it went yeah. to loads of comps but she never ever really like she, I think that, so they, they basically the way they do it the world championships are in Cowell up in Scotland Yeah. and uh, if you qualify for the next round of that you become uh, you know that's I think it's like the top 15 top 20 or something go yeah. through to that she got it one year so she was like in the top whatever 15 in the world Yeah. Uh, and then the way they do it they have different championships uh-huh. she won her first one in Florida when <laughs> <laughs> she went out to Florida she got her first championship that's what her tattoo is <laughs> but for her like she was a hard worker as you know she's a very very hard worker um, she never really because it's a subjective sport mm. is that the right word objective yeah. sport where, you yeah. know, where you've got a judge or you know yeah, she was never getting rewarded subjective she's never getting rewarded for her hard work where she found CrossFit it's like you know I work hard nobody yeah. can really take she's that away from me she yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly so um, no it's, it's definitely I've, I've, I've been doing a, a lot of reading about kind of people's belonging and, and kind of going a little bit like further back into like the past of um, like countries and I think especially with Scotland you had all these different clans that obviously were quite competitive against each other yeah. and you've got to be a hardy people to live you know in Scotland and I do think that it really is kind of ingrained in like it's you, you probably don't realise it, but it's just brought down through generation yeah. to generation. Yeah, yeah, and I do really think that, like, that's why, you know, on the on both on both sides, that it's why you're kind of so competitive, but also like you just get on with it as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so something when me and Fran went up to came up to your gym um, for the regional. I think it was the second or third regional event. Mm-hmm. Maybe the second. Second. Um, Fran was obviously there taking pictures, and. Um, there was like Alexa and Kirsten and Jen there, and there was quite a lot of the girls there actually. And she was like, Oh, the girls, like, do you want the pictures and like any clips that she got from yeah, yeah. Instagram? And they were like, no, Fran was like, Yeah, turn your airdrop on. And the girls were like, What's airdrop? Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, no one was, like, Fran was just like, None of these people are asked about Instagram. Yeah. Like, they don't really, they're not really, they don't really care. And it yeah. was just like, Well, that's what it was like for us like six, seven years ago. Yeah. They didn't care about like whether you did a training session, you got a decent clip, a decent no. footage of a picture. If someone managed, happened to have like videoed your set while you weren't looking in the century oh, yeah, like yeah, fantastic yeah. That. use that yeah. and it's like it was that same kind of like vibe and that comes back to what, what you say was like the more about just the hard work getting it done and just like the effort going into it definitely the more so than like the clip people think about it yeah, yeah. he's definitely not talking about me I only I only PR for about Instagram clips <laughs> <laughs> you squat 250 you know, 260 260 okay. <laughs> I'll send you the video <laughs> yeah no I think like the person that came to mind there was definitely was uh, like Jennifer like you don't really she's came out of nowhere she's age, never really time, been yeah. like Somebody she doesn't post like loads well, of stuff. Well, we only knew about her because she she put her scores scores in for like whiteboard workout on a Saturday. Yeah, and she like, keeps seeing this what's name this? and like, yeah, <laughs> and like a five minute test of chest of our pull ups. It was like one twenty or something. It was like there, mm-hmm. and one twenty is like a really top yeah, end. Yeah, like but it, score. she was like that though as well, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, she was. Bar muscle ups, bar muscle ups, yeah. not go from. Pew, pew. 
Yeah. Really quick. Um, and then you see like her age, and then mm-hmm. conditioning score would come in. Like maybe she's just like good at gymnastics. Nope. Conditioning score. <laughs> come in. Deadlift. Like what was it like? One seventy. Yeah. And it's like yeah. whoa, who? Who's this girl? <laughs> yeah. I, I think she's definitely like obviously you're talking about Steph Decker. Yeah. I think she's got the potential to be that next Scottish girl that really just breaks barriers and goes yeah. beyond. Because we were talking about it earlier, her, her attitude's spot on. She's such yeah. a nice person. Everybody yeah. wants to be around her. Like you would think the girls like Kirsten Alexa had that. You know, they were kind of shining. They were like up there with Scotland. Kirsten came first in the Open in Scotland last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you think like naturally it's like who's this girl's coming through but it's like no they want to be around her it's that, like they want to push off Jennifer that's the other I, big I think thing. it's great it, that yeah. is it's huge that and it's one of them like you get getting behind each other it makes such a big difference rather than being like oh who's this no, and being like just like all the excuses whereas like see it as an opportunity oh like I'd love to go train with you because yeah. hopefully like you'll help to make me better do you know what I mean that kind of you know, group mentality where you're all kind of moving in the same direction, you know. Yeah, definitely. I think that. I think that's, you know, they say how, you know, iron sharpens iron, but it's got to be aligned as well. Yeah. And it definitely is with her. She's just a good person that wants to go about. And she's quite humble too. Like, you know, the girls, you know, um, were quite confident that Jennifer was going to win that Castle Games. Just, you know, they felt like she would. And but Jennifer's still, like, giving it all, you know. Just looking up to you guys, like you know, yeah. she's she's yeah. got a great attitude and yeah, she she's young. She's got a great background in it, you know, for what you need to do with the triathlon, bit of powerlifting. Yeah. I think you'll see her over the next year just shoot up. Yeah. Well, I'm, to be honest, I, it it won't just be Jennifer either. It'll be the whole of the yeah. Scottish community. Yes, yeah, definitely. Her do it, and it'll, of it'll course, drive it, a lot like of people through. Iron sharpens iron. Kirsten's definitely yeah. like. She's motivated more now, like because she's got Jennifer as a, yeah. a, a training partner, Alexa, who's Alexa's done CrossFit for quite a while, but she's been, you know, she moved to America for a while, um, and she's been up and down with it, um, but and then obviously got injured. They they made the yep. the semi-finals and she got a bad injury, but she's yeah. she's more she came to the Castle Games, um, and watched the girls, and she's came back motivated now. She's like yeah. she's hitting her rehab hard, hard. She's training hard. She wants to see herself progress yeah. which is that's what you want you want that infectious sort of drive it, it is and you could easily like we said before you could either look at it and be like oh i'm gonna get so far behind or you can look at it and be like oh look what they're doing like i'm gonna do what i can focus on at the moment well, she, and she pr'd her, her ring muscle up she had 13 ring muscle ups um phenomenal she hadn't been obviously she's been a, a yeah. cast or a moon boot for all that she always has been since we first first kind of met her before she was really focusing on her program yeah. or anything she'd always had good gymnastics um but yeah that's that's it like she's got great gymnastics Kirsten's obviously got that push hunger mm-hmm. the engine um and then Jennifer with her talents it's like they kind of definitely help push yeah. each other um which is what you want yeah I feel like it all got the whole kind of um community in terms of the crossfit uh, competitive crossfit community got, got paused obviously with, with COVID, COVID yeah. um and then since it's reopened, I feel like Scotland has then been like the first to get everyone kind yeah. of like back on board, back going and yeah. back training together and competing again. I, f- I feel like the rest of England, whether it's just maybe I'm not aware about it, like it isn't, it hasn't, it's um, not clicked yet. Yeah, it hasn't woke, yeah. woken up about it yet. Um, and uh, again, I do feel like that's because of like 
it's Scotland, like it's the pride of yeah, the country I mean, a little bit. I do feel that comes into it and it just absolutely. helps yeah. with that alignment that, you know, we're all Scottish, we're going to represent our country Definitely. at regional events or at yeah. any other competition. Absolutely. Um, I feel like it does really help. And if, for example, like I'm proud to be Northern <laughs> and if there's anyone, you know, that's Northern that is at a competition or, you know, I'd be proud to represent my region, yeah, yeah, my yeah. country. Right, cause said, we had a conversation the other day where when we went to the games, as well as JSD compete, I equally felt as much like I was representing my country. Of course. And I'm making that up in my head yeah, probably yeah. to some extent, but yeah. like that's what gets me, you know, fired up. Definitely. Um, no, that's that's so true. Um, without a doubt, it's something that's yeah. you either kind of most people have that kind of feeling of kind of national pride, and you want to mm. you want to represent whatever level it's at. Yeah. You want to be there, and like if you're on holiday. And, Tenerife and it's a, a Domino's Championship you want to be the Scottish person that wins you know it's just it was actually Connect 4 I was 12 it's funny though if you, if you see like, um, like man, people from Manchester don't particularly like people from Liverpool yeah well that's um, so ingrained in them isn't it? In, in the UK and they're like oh it's a Scouser and a Mank like, they probably won't get on but if yeah. you go on holiday and a Scouser meets a Mank it's like it's the same type of thing, isn't it? Because they're both then from England. Yeah. Like, on North of England, they become mates, but and they land back on home soil. It's like, right, yeah, see you later. We've obviously talked a lot about the, the girls. Yeah, um, yeah. Are there any other, like going into regionals, are there any other kind of moments that have stood out to you? Maybe, I don't know, like that stick out in your mind of... I don't know, events that have happened or uh, moments or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, just probably just the, the, the PBs, obviously, on the lifts have been pretty cool to see. Like, I mean, I hadn't, personally, I hadn't PB. I didn't Got do you back in training. Well, yeah, it has. That, <laughs> I forgot about that. You know, it has actually been like, you know, when when I first thought about doing it, I'll be, I'll be hosting an event. And then you said after the first one, do you not take part? And then the other guys had taken part in theirs. And I was like, oh, I have a turn. And then you were coming down and, Saw Max hang snatch. I was like, "Oh, gotta get involved in that." <laughs> I was like, secretly done some like mobility, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it gave it gave something for me. Like, I'm, I don't have any aspirations to try and really like not on an individual level compete, but it gave me that wee drive to like, do you know what? Every month I've got an event that's I don't want to like not put effort in it. I want to feel yeah, okay and enjoy. Yeah. I just enjoy. Um, and it's gave me like a wee bit of motivation to train every yeah. every month, you know. And it's not that pressure of a competition where you're feeling oh anxious, how am I going to do, what's the workout's going to be, it's just, it is what it is, you know, yeah. you go and enjoy it, um, on to the next one, yeah. you get that wee break, and then you'll have another one, you yeah. know, it's, no, it's good, it, I think other people have felt that too. Yeah, um, it was same, same for me, I think for the first couple of times, it was the only real CrossFit session I was getting in, and then after, after the second time of doing it, I was like, right, well, I want to keep yeah, being good, yeah. at, I want to be able to perform for, you know, the rest of the people I'm training with at these competitions, so I need to start get my act together in between mm -hmm. the events yeah, and yeah. you can do it in a kind of balanced manner you don't have to be committing loads of hours to training you only need to do a little bit there, here and there yeah. to feel like you know you've again you've hit something yeah everyone's know. got their own crossfit games like it's Correct. just a great addition mm -hmm. if you you know if you do want to be a, that bit competitive um you also had the opportunity to go down to the southeast regional at some point as well that was so pretty you got cool. to explore yeah like not just running one but also kind of participating more in one as well yeah and then obviously watching Jamie Boston like just seamlessly run that and whip I thought was pretty he handled that really, really well and it was good to just see how he was doing it 
and then I knew how I, I, the next one I was going I went to Fraser's and St Andrews which obviously I'm mindful as well I don't want to come into somebody else's gym and be like regional manager I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> it's, it's their gym like let them if they want to like take stand and like that's cool you know I'm just trying to get people there yeah. um, but at the same time like when me, me and Fraser just bounced off each other we're mates awesome. so it was just like I had a wee spell speech yeah. spoke to them all about it and then I said after like a lot of you are going to Castle Games like you should all support each other down there and, like just you don't need to like keep to your own gym yeah. you know it's like mingle and we did we all mingled really really well um, but that was pretty cool and wet it's a, it's a pretty cool area and it's it's funny. I remember speaking to you after that event, and you were like, "Oh, like I had a great time. Like it was it was so good." But I had really serious FOMO from the guys up in Scotland. I I was yeah, I was real. I was like, "That's mine up there." I was like, <laughs> and then when I found out Masco's contributed to down south, so I was like, "No, nah, I want Masco's in Scotland." <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was it, it was good to to mix. I think that's something I would say to like some of the other kind of regional guys if they have the opportunity to maybe move about, bit, yeah. move about and just let give the yeah. reins to somebody else to maybe do it for them yeah. um, and then you know yeah I think a, a couple of things for us is how what's going on in Scotland how can we help to create that in in other regions as well yeah. you know that bit more like representing pride like I'm from mm-hmm. the east or you know from the southwest or whatever it is um, I think that's kind of something that we've got to Try and figure out. For yeah. I think it's just making like like we are kind of now on this podcast is making an example of them, yeah. showing show what's happening, and yeah. this is why like Scotland's now getting X many people to the games or semi-finals or winning these competitions like mm-hmm. Castle Games because people are, you know, the rounding the troops, getting together and pushing each other to new levels. They were, they were even doing gym. they were even doing like qualifiers or they were doing in the open. They were all met, meeting up, yeah. and it, and you saw they were coming from like different. It was a lot of people that been at different regionals mm-hmm. or or you know. Um, fear the boys at Eastwood Ride Island Simon do a really good job of trying to like bring yeah, everyone together yeah, and so that you know that helped like a uh, a bunch of them just to be training with each other yeah. and uh, doing their, their qualifiers and stuff with and each other and like I said earlier I think regionals has given especially you regional managers an opportunity to break the ice yeah and yeah. again similar example in the east region where there was quite a few people went to Rich Barnes's gym to do quarterfinals together yeah. um which is awesome, um, and like I say, like you said, I think just giving people a couple of examples of where that's happening. It's you know you you've got to take the courage to you know reach out to the gym sometimes, and even even if they say, oh no, I don't really want to get involved, like you're still in the same position, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Like yeah, I think most people uh, that if they realise what it was at, what it actually was, they, they would unless they shouldn't really have a reason to say no to it, you know, because yeah. you could say as well like. You know, we'll come to your gym and you can get your athletes involved mm-hmm. and um, give them something a wee bit different to do. It's you know, it's not like host, trying to host a comp. It's, yeah. Um, but I definitely think I think that's from my point of view. Obviously, um, starting in the next ones, I'm going to look to try and reach out a little bit more and see who's happy to get involved. I know there is definitely a few gyms, and it goes both ways. You know, because some of them might host throwdowns or comps, and you just yeah. you try to encourage like. Make yeah. a bridge there. Yeah, you make a bridge. You want to help, like if they've got something, so you go support them. Support them. Yeah, yeah. That's what it should be about, and it's better being a a, a good person than somebody yeah, that wants to be. Oh, I'm not wanting to do with theirs. You know, ultimately, it's not affecting. It's only helping your business. Of it's course, not it really. Is. Yeah. There's, there's no like. There's nothing that's going to ruin your business from doing it. No, like, definitely. They're not. They're not. They're not really going to steal any food from your table, are they? Yeah, so. yeah. Exactly. Mm. 
I, th- I think the other one is as well, like, it, it makes you feel good by building more connections as well. 100%. Um, yeah. It's funny, so me and Phil Roy recently listened to a, a podcast, a high-performance podcast with Rangan Chatterjee, mm-hmm. and he said some 35-year-old guy came to him and said, like, um, like he's a bit, it was a bit of a high-flyer, like, earning decent money, mm-hmm. um, but just felt like a bit flat. Yep. And Rongan said to him, I just want you to go and see your friends like once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came back six weeks later and he said, just by seeing his friends once a week, it just snow- like snowballed. Like it really kind of just made him feel, you know, like really human again. And I Definitely. feel like, especially after COVID, we've not had the same connections and we've maybe struggled to bridge the gap between each other again Re-interact. I feel like it's, it's yeah. been a, it's a, been a great excuse and opportunity to do that um, yeah. so yeah I do feel like it's it's been good to kind of make you feel just make you feel good um, again yeah I, would I had a feeling actually yesterday when so we obviously had everyone yeah. here yeah. training yeah. which was which was great Some, for me sometimes it's been kind of like you know it's our, it's our place it's our gym yeah. make sure everyone's coming here to to train like they have a good time and they train well and uh-huh. everything's like yeah. fine for them but then we also had the we had to juggle we, did, we ran two sessions here with the the learners at Wigan Warriors so it's like some of the it's like college age kids so yeah, like yeah. 16 to 18 year olds kind of talked to them through like what JST Compete is what I've done what Jack's done how our journey has helped us get to where we are etc yeah. and then yeah. we ran them through a CrossFit session and I thought the thought of it was like something that excited me but they came to the morning we were both a bit like but when the day finished and we got the training session with everyone and obviously saw everyone did those two sessions I texted you and I was yeah, like, I was, like I, was, I was buzzing with that day but it made me feel like well, I thought the last few like months has been a bit of a graph for me yeah, and Jack like, yeah, yeah. been a bit like run down and that was like a day yesterday because we had made those connections and yeah. got out of the comfort zone a little bit yeah. of what we were doing we got home and I was like yeah Filled your cup. Yeah, it yeah. did. It yeah, really yeah, did. Yeah. It really did. Um, That's what you need to do. And I think we're we're going. We're actually. So I'm shooting home obviously Tuesday, mm-hmm. Thursday night, Friday morning. Um, a PE teacher at one of the local schools that I know quite well. I went after a couple of years and did it. It's like a basically a day for S two pupils, which mm-hmm. is like second year at high school, yeah. and it's to encourage them like to get involved in like sports and like they're doing all different types of sports. So they wanted a kind of CrossFit themed session. Yeah. So my plan was to take all the girls, but Kirsten's been here. Alexa's uh, got a funeral, so I'm going to take Ashley. But Ashley's been like through a big weight loss journey, of course, and she's still like going at it. She's still pushing. She's still yeah. really, really fit. So it'd be good for her. She went to the school we were actually going to, mm-hmm. so it'd be a good sort of like for us to go in there and talk to them about like enjoying being fit, enjoying going to the gym. It's not about going and just you know trying to look good. It's yeah, going feel good, you know. Yeah. And I think that's. Uh, important message that yeah should be. it definitely um that's again it's more of this is kind of starting to happen because when we were down at the affiliate gathering last weekend there was this it was called the academy project and basically um similar to what you've done i think they've gone and done a talk uh, but then some school kids kind of every week go into the CrossFit gym Mm -hmm. and like that's part of you know that like if you choose sport I think you can pick what sports you do and it counted towards or they're getting to the stage it's getting going to get to the stage that's what they're working towards creating Mm. um so yeah it'd be worth checking out the academy project I think they've got the academy program it's called yeah yeah yeah, it was sorry yeah 
Um, so what? Because obviously they're doing a lot of stuff and they're setting out this curriculum, and it could be that like they've set out kind of the guidelines to do it. You could, I don't know, go to them and be like, guys, I've heard you doing this. Yeah, yeah. It's a similar thing. I think I think like from a young age now, you're definitely seeing people being more involved. Something always stuck. I think you said it on your on your uh, your seminar when you first came down was at a young age you should really have them involved in team sports so they feel that team aspect yeah. and then beyond that that's when you can maybe like give them wee um, snippets across but, but I think now like from what we've seen at our gym we've, we've got a lot of kids that are like they're involved in team sports but they, they come and they, they like to do a bit of crossfire yeah. you know what we give them um, and it's, it's it is starting at a young age like at the Castle Games there they're doing a really yeah, good job of promoting so we had two wee girls, like Ashley, our coaches, wee girl, Layla, who's nine or ten, mm-hmm. and then Kirsten's wee gymnast, so she's like a, a Scottish gymnast champion, and she came to the Castle Games, yeah. nine-year-old, honestly tiny, <laughs> and we were, I was more excited watching them, it was so emotional, like seeing them just like, getting all worked up, like yeah. feeling CrossFit, now they're hooked on it, like when's the next yeah, yeah, yeah. Castle Games are putting on a There's a girl a actually pairs. from Wigan, um, Lexi Sim, I don't know if you remember her saying her name, from Wigan, who's you know, she was at it. Down, yeah, she yeah, was at the same yeah. under twelves, wasn't it? Yeah, so it's amazing. Like it was amazing to watch them. Now their Castle Games are putting on a pairs event for them. Yeah, um, right. so they're going to get the chance to go to it and work it, with yeah, their partner. So Layla and that wee girl Caitlin are going to do it together, yeah, and they're just awesome. absolutely buzzing about yeah. it. Yeah, um, which I think is better. Even at kids' age, like the pressure doing it with a partner rather than doing it. I mean, I prefer to do it with a partner right now than doing it by <laughs> myself. So for for kids especially, like it's a good one to like give them that wee taste of just yeah. fitness, yeah. pee, whatever it is, you know, it's, yeah. uh, but in a, a kind of competitive environment, so, That's yeah. Awesome. Good. Well, is there anything else you want to no, touch on? I think it was pretty good. good points there. Yeah, thanks, Scotland's on the, uh, on the rise. It very much is, yeah. and it's not going to stop for that training <laughs> yeah. and stopping. There's a lot of, a lot of. Freedom. <laughs> what a good <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when that We'll <laughs> <laughs> get it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for your time, Leon. Really appreciate Cheers, it. Cheers, boys. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Y- yeah, doing big things up there. Cheers, mate. As, as a group. So, yeah, great stuff. See ya. That's a wrap. <laughs> that was fun. That's good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast with Liam. If you're interested in getting involved in regionals, whether it's participating, hosting an event or collaborating somehow, drop us a message on Instagram or email enquiries at jstcompete.com. Coming up in July, we have two training days, one at Forest Flow and one at CrossFit Nidus, uh, which will also include some open water swimming. So stay tuned for details in that of that in the athlete groups. Workshops, there's still some availability on the workshops at High Performance CrossFit at the beginning of June. Um, hit the links in the bio uh, to the link tree to get booked onto those as well. If you could give the podcast a follow and a like wherever you're listening to it, that would be amazing. And until next time, send it. Mm-hmm.